After another Derby win against NYCFC, Red Bull is smack dab in the middle of the playoff chase in the Eastern Conference. Connor Lade and I break it down with Red Bull midfielder Christian Caceres. This is Matt Harmon from the New York Red Bull Radio Network. Time for another episode of Red Bull Weekly. I'm going to say this right from the beginning. Connor and I have been doing this podcast all during the course of the season. There's been some ups. There's been some downs. It is so much more fun, Connor, when I get to see you, uh, even through the computer screen, after a win. And right now, Red Bull is on such a great streak. I say a very good afternoon to you, partner, as we're back here for another episode of Red Bull Weekly. We're brought to you by the New Jersey Institute of Technology, NJIT, our good friends from right around the corner from Red Bull Arena, which was the site for a massive victory uh, this past weekend against NYCFC. Seven points in the bag against NYCFC 2021. I'm all smiles over here, my friend, and uh, I'm excited. I think this. the team is in such a good way right now, and there's such a confidence around the team. Not an outward confidence, but it's so internal where guys are just – we always talk about it, and it's always an ongoing joke that they're most comfortable when your back is against the wall with the chip on your shoulder, and that's exactly where this team lies right now. And every game is a final, and they're showing up. And this has been such an impressive streak, and yet again, another impressive win against NYCFC, who obviously aren't in the best form as of late, but – these are the games you must win. And even when teams may not be firing at their best, that's even more emphasis that you have to pick up three points. Team showed up and did so. Connor, tell me a little bit about that idea, which is um, the idea of confidence. And you said not outward confidence. And and I think you're just kind of speaking of playing with a little chip on your shoulder. You know, listen, this team back in, the beginning part of August was essentially left for dead in the playoff chase from, from, from anybody uh, that kind of follows along with major league soccer, except within themselves. Right. I mean, and that's kind of where it has to start. And I think that's what you talk about when you say almost a quiet confidence. Absolutely. And I think even in those times and when it's easy to get down on yourself, you go in and run the facility. Yeah. Guys are definitely feeling the pressure. Maybe they're not, as you know excited as they usually are but you can tell that they're holding each other to such a high standard and that starts with Gerhard that starts with Kevin trickling down uh it's it's impressive uh it's a not an easy place to get yourself out of a big hole like that and to get in the position that you are really right now holding your own fate and obviously you need a couple breaks to go your way but you're in a really good spot to make a real run at not only a playoff spot, but who knows, even you get a couple of results, you could get a home playoff match, which is crazy to think rewind a couple months ago. And if you know, you would have given this opportunity to be in the spot you are, anyone would have taken it. So I think that's been the big thing is you never get too high, never get too low. And that's what this team has done in 2021. They, you know, they've played pretty even keel and it's brought them to where they are today. I was just going to say, you know, it, it's funny to think of it because I can remember back to the the rainout games, right? The Miami game, and then the second time it happened with NYCFC, 
and and being like deflated walking out of that Miami game because at that point Red Bull was in a pretty good place. They had just won that game over Orlando on the road. Uh, they came back off off of a, a road trip of which they were able to get some points for the first time all season, and then. Right after that Miami game that was postponed, they went into this unbelievably poor stretch. One win over the course of 11 games. And then it was that game the second time around. And the rain out with NYCFC and that home and home, that's kind of jump-started this Red Bull season. And it's taken place, Connor, in such a short amount of time. I don't think people can, in a way, rationalize just how quick this team has turned things in their favor. It's crazy because it seems like it's been over really like a month, maybe like two month period, but it's been so condensed. And I think if you thought at the beginning of it, you know, you have, uh, you know, it's a make or break series against NYCFC to keep your playoff hopes alive. And at, you know, looking where NYCFC was at that point and where we were at that point, people are, you know, counting us totally out. Listen, I don't think we were able to get the result against them at least not only once, but twice in a row. And so, you know, when that got scheduled, I know it wasn't the most favorable scheduling for for the Red Bulls because the the matches were just coming uh, like at a crazy rate. And so, but this team, I don't I don't know what it was. I think they they just attacked the opportunity. That's it. You you know that you you're dealt the card that you're get or the hand that you're given, and you just got to run with it and roll with the punches. And that's what they've done. They'd rally together. They've you know I, I know there's was a lot of tough conversations. Um, you know, being in around the facility, a lot of, uh, you know, trying to get the best out of each and every person, Gerhard bringing the team together in the locker room, having, having these conversations where, yeah, it was emotional hundred percent. And, you know, he's just trying to get the best out of this group and you can tell he's, he's cracking that kind of potential and getting the most out of what they have right now. And I think, I don't think we've seen the best out of them even yet. I I'm excited to see where the team's going from here. You know, leads me into an interesting question, um, listening to that answer about the the process, because, you know, when you're winning one in 11, as you said, nobody's walking a facility with a with a smile on their face. And then you've turned things around and now you've gone unbeaten in seven. And you talk about um, Gerhard Struber still trying to tap into guys. Is it is it just the process that sometimes there is that major up and down and as good as the team was after that Orlando game, which I think everyone, and this is a game you're going back to 4th of July weekend that everyone thought this team was going to take off to one win in 11 to now unbeaten in seven. Every team goes through an up and down during the course of the year, but it has been um, the definition of a roller coaster this season. Yeah. I I'm trying to even go back to the beginning of the year and figure out, where we were with expectations for the season. And I think this is how a lot of people on the outside envisioned this year going for the Red Bulls. Uh, you know, uh, some turnover from the last year's team. Um, you know, you're dealing with some injuries early on in the year. Uh, obviously a big one with Aaron. I think that had a huge uh, hit on the confidence of the team, but they responded. The defense, you know, played <laughs> lights out. Um really for for a long stretch of the season including right now where they've they're coming in their own way without Aaron it's been really impressive i think you look at you know some of the results early on in the year you know a couple of tough losses in the beginning and teams were like all right this is going to be a transitional period for this red bull team but really as the challenges have come they've 
they've met them and they've they've dug themselves a big hole early you know in the summer but they that's and like i said it's not an easy place to crawl out of in such what's turned out to be a, a really tough eastern conference this year with a lot of teams kind of it's been a roller coaster for a lot of these teams and so there's we're you know no exception for red bull and i think that's that's been the thing that i think has helped them the most is overcoming obstacles whether that's been injuries whether that's been uh you know guys not performing the way that they're used to i think it's been a huge transition with you've got a lot of young players coming in gerhard still establishing himself as a coach uh, you know, your leadership team, Kevin Thelwell, still, be, still being so new to the league and trying to get his principles, what he wants this team to look like, not only this year, but going forward. It's been so many different things converging into one. And it's really, it's taken a little bit of time to get going, but this is what where they envision this team going right now. And I think it just took a little bit longer, but we're hoping that this team's turned the corner and, uh, you know, the rest, those, those troubles are a little bit behind us now and brighter days are ahead. And clearly a big reason as to the team's recent run of form, even though he's been in and out uh, with some international duty, has been, I'll say, the reemergence of Christian Caceres, who's going to join us on the podcast. He got off to such a great start, Connor. Um, we, we referenced that Orlando game. He scored in that Orlando game, one of two goals that New York had. And then you had to wait until the game on Sunday against NYCFC for him to score what would turn out to be his fifth goal. And the only goal of the match, it came um, for those that, that, that watched, obviously, you remember pretty early in the third minute. So he went a long time without scoring. But I think in saying that, you also had a player that went back and forth on international duty a couple of times, a lot of travel um, came back at one point, a little nicked up with injury. So it became um, a, a unique challenge for him. But now as he starts to reemerge into the player, that is so very important for this Red Bull team. I think you saw it um, on full display against NYCFC. Christian, I think for me is, one of my favorite prospects that have ever come through the rebel system. I, I truly mean that. I think he is one of the most talented uh, midfielders that, that we've ever had. I think he is, you know, he's so young and he's, you know, still parts of his game are still developing and we haven't, I don't think we've seen even close to what his ceiling is, but he just, I, he's an absolute killer in the midfield. He plays with such bite, such bravery, doesn't back down from any challenge. And I think, Obviously, it hasn't been an ideal year for him, like you mentioned, uh, you know, going to Copa America. You talk about troubles, you know, some ups and downs in the MLS season. Then you go to Copa America, you're dealing with COVID problems with the Venezuela national team and trying to navigate that comes back. He's a little banged up. And I know he was really frustrated and just wanted to be in a, with the team. But he has such a huge role within this midfield and plays with really every single box that you you want to really have in a player in your midfield he checks all of them and you're just waiting for him to like turn that corner with some like consistency and i think he's just been so so impressive and he's one of the players that you, you feel like the the sky's the limit because he clearly i mean he's developed every single part of his game since he's come in obviously i'd like to see him get on some more free kicks because he hit a he hit a banger this year and i want to see some more of that of ccj but he's He's such an incredible kid. He's such a down-to-earth player, very humble, very hungry, and I think that's been ingrained in him from such a young age. And listen, I clearly you can tell I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Christian Caceres, and I think he's just such a special player for this team, and we're so lucky to have him. 
And you and you say that, Connor, with firsthand experience, which I think is unique because um, you, you're talking about a, a kid basically that came here in 2018 and he's now matured into a, a man right in front of your eyes, both on and off the field. But he was a teammate of yours, which I think speaks to the quality of, of who he is that you're talking about. He yeah, he's such a great guy in the locker room, which I guess I haven't touched on. He he's, you know, always got a smile on his face. But there's a flip that switches when he gets on that field. Then it's no more jokes. It's time. It's time to play, and I'm going to dominate. And but he, he's beloved by all his teammates. Um, you know, he he really embodies everything that the club, you know, wants its players to have. And I think he's he's brought a different aspect to this team that we haven't had in in a while. And I think you know he's definitely got some Tyler traits in him. Uh, I think the fearlessness he's got he's got a lot of that. And I think. It's uh, obviously a different player, but I think he, he's he's truly special. And I enjoyed my time thoroughly with Christian. I, I always love being over the facility and getting to see him, get to talk to Chamo a little bit. But it, what a guy. Incredible person. We're going to bring him on after this quick timeout on our Red Bull Weekly podcast. We'll do it right after this quick pause. As always, we're brought to you by NJIT. Christian Caceres coming up right after this quick pause. New York Red Bulls Weekly brought to you in part by the New Jersey Institute of Technology. NJIT makes industry-ready engineers in more than 20 fields. If it's engineering, it's at NJIT. Number one of the nation for student upward economic mobility. Learn more at NJIT.edu. Back here on our Red Bull Weekly podcast. Uh, certainly looking forward to this interview in a lot of ways as Connor Lade, I'm Matt Harmon. Uh, we'll have the broadcast for you on Saturday, the game in Columbus on the New York Red Bull Radio Network. Myself, Steve Jolly, will start at 5 o'clock. Um, Connor, we don't go oftentimes into another language to get the podcast up and going, but it is so, so important and so happy to have Christian Caceres uh, join us here on Red Bull Weekly. I'm going to start. I mean, listen – little bits and pieces you're probably much better at it as a former player than me but what i think we need to just start by saying nueve york es rojo right how did i how did i do there pretty good yes yo is red (laughs) hey chamo's been working on his english i don't even know if we need naive in here today i think he's you know he's downplaying his english because i know it's much better than he lets on but yeah come on (laughs) We, He's getting we, everything you guys are saying. I we know. Do, we do have uh, Naib who's sitting in with us just in case we need anything done in translation. So it's become almost a, a, a family affair with the podcast here today. Um, Christian, let me start with this one for you. How important was it and what a great feeling it must have been for you to get the goal on Sunday against New York? Que tan importante fue este anotar contra New York City el domingo. Dice que fue un gol muy importante porque fue el gol que nos dio la victoria y pudo hacer esto que New York sea red, sea rojo. It was a very important goal for him and you know it was the goal that meant that New York is red. Love that without question. Uh, you know Connor and I were just talking before we um, had you come on. It, it's been so interesting to watch you basically grow up within this Red Bull system coming here in 2018 to now 2021. How much do you feel like you have changed as a player? 
te preguntas sobre desde que llegaste el 2018 al 2021 y cómo has crecido como futbolista en este proceso. No, ha sido un cambio muy bueno para mí, muy grande. Llegué sabiendo muy pocas cosas y acá en New York Red Bull, en la filosofía me ha enseñado muchas cosas nuevas y me, me ha hecho crecer como jugador. Yeah, he just said, um, I mean, I came here, I learned a lot of things. The Red Bull system has allowed me sort of to grow in the, the style of play and, and learn many things and make me a better player. It's definitely gotten stronger too. I know, I see you out on the field. It's, que fuerte. Uh, uh, Christian, I wanna, I wanna go back. Obviously it's been a big year for you personally, um, but Talk about being becoming a staple in the Venezuela national team, Copa America. Uh, what an experience that was for you. I know, obviously, it was ups and downs. I know you guys had a lot of trouble with COVID, but what did that moment mean like for you to represent your country uh, on the national team level in such a huge tournament like Copa America? O sea, convertirte en un futbolista tan importante de Venezuela, especialmente jugar en la Copa América. Eh, ¿Cómo has vivido ese, esa, ese momento ¿no? de ya jugar muchos partidos con la selección absoluta? No, nada, que para mí es, es un orgullo poder representar a, a mi país, porque es algo que todo niño quiere y es, su, es el sueño de, de jugar en la selección. Y estoy muy alegre porque... Pude debutar, pude jugar y de una muy buena manera. Y ahorita que me toman en cuenta para todos los partidos. He says that it's always a pride, uh, something to feel proud of, to represent your country. It's something that you dream uh, about since you're a little kid. Um, he's just happy to play for them and, and also make his debut with the senior national team and just uh, keep on going with, with the, the great moment. Now, there was some interesting moment that I had my eyes on in Copa America. You and Gabriel Jesus, what? What happened? What did he say to you? I mean, I know you had a big tackle, but can you share what was said between the two of you? Or is it not, for, is it, would it not be family friendly for this podcast? Pregunta sobre el choque que tuviste con Gabriel Jesús y cómo fue esa batalla. O sea, si se pueden contar detalles que, teniendo en cuenta que no sean este, malas palabras o cosas por el estilo. O sea. Bueno, nada, que fue... En el partido pasa muchas cosas y, y nada, en ese momento me tocó chocar contra él y dentro de la cancha somos dos jugadores iguales. No, no se llama ni el Gabriel Jesús ni yo Cristian Cáceres, sino que somos dos jugadores y tocó el momento y nos dimos palabras. Y nada, está ese roce para todos los partidos ya que vengan contra Brasil. Me tocó jugar contra él. Um, you know, it's many things that happen in a game. Um, you know, it was, a, it was a clash between two 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 normal players. I mean, it doesn't matter the name. It doesn't matter if it was Christian against Gabriel Jesus. It's two players. Um, we said words that, that, you know, we can't say. Uh, but, you know, it's it's part of the game. You know, whenever you play against Brazil, uh, that's what you want to get up against. Christian, when you think of it, the, the connection that you have to the Venezuelan national team obviously is, is so important from a family standpoint as well um, with your dad being part of the Venezuelan national team when he was a player. How much pride do you have now being able to be the next Caceres to be able to play for your country? Um, pues tienes esa conexión bonita, ¿no? Que tu papá también jugó para la selección. 
eh, cómo produce eso orgullo en ti de saber que pues, el apellido Cáceres sigue presente en, en la absoluta. Bueno, nada, es un orgullo, un orgullo muy grande para mí, para mi papá, para mi familia, para mi mamá. Más que todo para mi papá que pudo jugar en la selección y que sabe que yo le sigo los pasos y que el apellido Cáceres sigue ahí intacto en la selección. Y a mí también me encantaría, me gustaría que en un futuro mi hijo también pudiera estar ahí en la selección y yo poderlo ver. Uh, you know, it's a big pride for, for, for my family, for my dad, my mom, um, just to follow his footsteps in the national team. It's something that, you know, uh, I'm making him proud and, and it's something that it sticks throughout for the family. And, and why not one, one day in the future, maybe my son will also play for, for the national team. I, I need to know who... In your primes, you and your dad, 1v1, who wins? Dile que hace, no sé, cuatro o cinco años nos tocó jugar un partido en contra y como que él llevaba la pelota y yo se la quité y se la tiré larga por la raya y él venía, el papá venía atrás y como que le metí una, le metí con el codo en la cara y no se lo aguantó y me metió una patada y después se salió. He's telling this nice story that, you know, there was a game um, between his team and his father's team. And there was one play where, you know, this was four or five years ago. And this was this one play that he sent a long ball and his dad came coming at him. Um, and so he went with an elbow at his face to his father's face. And his dad just went and tackled them through. So, I mean, they're both <laughs> very, very physical when it comes to the 1v1s. Matt, you've, you've got to see Christian's dad. He came to training... I don't know, a couple of years ago. This guy's a machine. He was in the yeah, two years ago. He was in the weight room. He was putting on a clinic. He's 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 so fit. I don't I wouldn't want to mess with his dad. Well, it sounds like Christian didn't have any problem sticking an elbow to his face. Some 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 family fun. It's always a good thing every once in a while. We're here on Red Bull Weekly with Connor Laid. I'm Matt Harmon. Uh, our good buddy Naib is joining us as a uh, translator for Christian Caceres, who is our guest today on Red Bull Weekly. Christian, I am curious because you had just played a qualifier for Venezuela. I didn't think anyone was assuming that you would be in the starting lineup against New York City on Sunday. Tell me what you said to Coach Struber in order to not just get in the 20, but get into the starting 11. ¿Entendiste? Esa pregunta va más en, o menos sobre el tema de que pues jugaste contra Chile en las eliminatorias. Eh, ¿Cómo se dio el caso para que fueras titular contra New York City? Así, ¿Qué le dijiste al profe Struber para no solo convencerlo de estar entre los 20 jugadores, sino que estar en el 11 titular? Bueno, la verdad es que desde que estaba en Chile empecé a hablar un poco con él como a contarle lo que había hecho, lo que habíamos entrenado y que me venía jugando titular con, con la selección y que cuando volviera quería, quería volver a jugar o por lo menos estar entre los 20 convocados y nada, apenas regresé como que me preguntó cómo estaba, cómo me sentía que si estaba un poco poco cansado de mentalmente más que todo por porque habíamos perdido por el viaje pero nada yo le dije que estaba bien que estaba bien para para jugar para jugar todo el partido que quería jugar quería ganar porque quería 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 lo mejor de mí para conseguir esa victoria y que se dio de una muy buena manera porque puede conseguir el gol de, de ganar el partido 
Um, the reality is that when I was in Chile, uh, Struber uh, was able to chat with him and just to understand what he had been doing with the national team, uh, how many minutes, like the type of work he had been doing. Uh, of course, he hadn't had that many starts, you know, with the national team during this uh, um, World Cup qualifying stage. Uh, but, you know, he told him that he was ready to go. Uh, he wanted to win. He wanted to play. Um, and of course, you know, it, it all worked out because he scored the winning goal. Yeah, scored the winning goal and gave New York a big three points. Um, I, I think it was after the game, Christian, that Coach Struber defined you as a number 10. Um, and, and, and since you came to Red Bull in 2018, you've played as a six, you've played as an eight, you've played as a 10. What does Christian Caceres like? in terms of what does he think his best position is? Este, después del partido, ajá, sí. Que no sé, me gusta jugar de las tres posiciones, pero me siento más cómodo como jugando de seis, de ocho, pero tengo la tranquilidad que de diez también lo puedo hacer bien porque puedo llegar a hacer gol, y es lo que me gusta. He says that, you know, he likes all the positions that you mentioned. I mean, he feels comfortable on the six and the eight, but the fact that with as a number 10 he can score goals it just gives him more 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 to 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 enjoy that that answer he's a he's a 24 i guess we'll just add them all up and he's a he's a 24 that's his best position el 24 dice que van a agregar todos los números y va a ser el 24 christian uh big match coming up I know for many reasons. Uh, October 30th, a special guest coming uh, to be at that match. I want to figure out how excited are you that uh, LX Sensation is going to be in the arena uh, at Red Bull. I can already see your face. It's lit up. How excited are you to see him at Red Bull Arena on the 30th? Este, pues el 30 de octubre va a venir Alex Sensation al partido de Montreal. Este, ¿qué tan emocionado estás de que va a venir alguien como Alex Sensation al estadio? No, nada, emocionado por mí, porque sé que va a ser un partido muy lindo. También alegre por, por todos los fans que van a poder disfrutar de, de una muy buena música y después de, de un muy, muy buen partido de, de fútbol. Y, y espero podamos conseguir esa victoria que. Ya de por sí podemos entrar en los playoffs y no hay manera de quedar por fuera. Um, you know, in a personal sense, you know, on the field, uh, he hopes that it will be a nice game. Uh, and then, of course, for the fans, just to have that opportunity to have a, a, a personality like Alex Sensation with the music that he will bring on. Uh, but yeah, it's just focusing a lot on the game, on the on the on the task in hand, and you know, having that possibility uh, to to be closer to playoffs. You know, if if you get the win against Montreal. Look at this. Asking him about stuff on the outside, Matt. This guy's a pro. He's just, I told you, he's a killer. He's focused on the field, even when an incredible DJ will be there. That's that's good. Christian, I, uh, listen, we all, we all saw the free kick against Orlando, right? Just perfect. Why are, I need to see you stepping up every free kick. I need you pushing everyone away and getting that ball, okay? So I need to know for you, where do you rank on the top, Name the top three free kick takers on the team. ¿Entendiste? No, no, no. Bueno, o sea, lo que dice Connor de que, pues, desde su punto de vista de Connor, tú, tú tienes que tomar los tiros libres. O sea, porque fue increíble el gol controlando. 
Entonces, lo que pide Connor es los tres mejores cobradores de tiros libres en el equipo. ¿Quiénes son desde tu opinión? Confer. tu lugar favorito de visitar en la ciudad el Empire State Building. Empire State Building, okay. You like going to the top? You're not afraid of heights? No te da miedo a las alturas? No. I no. like it. You're not, af not afraid of anything? Are you afraid of anything? No, no, no. The helicopter. The helicopter. The helicopter. Yes, yes. The helicopter tour. He loves also the helicopter tour in around Manhattan. Okay, let's save that for the off season, please. Off season. Pretemporada, eso. No lo hagas ahorita. Or even better, post career, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Post -career. Save it for later. later please. That's not for me. That that terrifies no. me. Uh, all right, we we want to give our fans a little insight to the best Venezuelan culture. What's your favorite Venezuelan restaurant in New York or New Jersey? Cocotero, 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 ¿dónde está? Nueva York. It says Cocotero and it's in New York. Okay, all right, everyone out there, go try it. All right, all right, now this is a big one, and I know, I know, you need, you need try arepas. Arepas, I mean, that's what I was going for. I said I was gonna ask what was the best Venezuelan dish, arepas. I mean, so good. How, yeah. I mean, is that is that a meal that you eat a lot, or is it something you save for maybe uh, maybe like a, an off day? Es algo que comes todo siempre. Every day, every day. Arepas. So that's the key. You want to play like Christian Casares, you have to eat arepas. There you go. Okay. Jugar como Cristian All right, la last one for me. What uh, we talked to Omir earlier in the season. I know you two always play FIFA together who is the best fifa player on the team omir omir um and tom omir and tom they're the best yes look okay i thought you know i thought he was going to put himself first again but uh, yes there you go he that knows he says that he can never beat omir yeah omir's, <laughs> omir's good. 
We've answered two questions there. We, we know now that Christian has a little bit of humility. He won't put himself number one with everything. And we've also figured out that <laughs> we also figured out that the thing he might be most afraid of is playing Omir in FIFA. There you go. That, there's not many things Christian is afraid of, but I guess that's it. All right. Christian, let me, let me finish with this one and, and, and see where we go with this. As Connor and I are asking you questions in, in English, clearly you're understanding them, but you're not answering back in English. Is that just um, you still feeling comfortable in terms of, of speaking the language? And that's maybe something that you're just continuing to work on? O sea, o sea, que lo entiendes, pero sí, o sea, entiendes, no, no lo respondes, ¿ves? O sea, y lo que él pregunta es como, ¿eso es algo que estás trabajando? Que cómo, cómo, lo, ¿Cómo lo estás viviendo? Ese, ese digamos, aprendizaje. Que no sé, como que estoy estudiando, intento estudiar, hablar, pero me da pena. He says, he's studying, but he's just so shy. Like, it just doesn't come out. That was actually the perfect answer to finish this one up. Um, Naib and, and Christian, thank you so much, guys, for being on here today. This was this was awesome to be able to spend some time um, with, with, as Connor said, one of the guys whose potential on this Red Bull organization is just still hasn't even scratched the surface. Um, we, we wish you nothing but success the remaining part of the year. Looking forward to this team continuing what's been a great run and getting into the postseason. And and again, Chris, thanks so much for coming on here today. Thank you. Thanks, Christian. I'm going to go get some arepas, okay? Okay. <laughs> I, like, Gracias, I, I like that he, he seems to laugh very um, even more so, Connor, when you try the Spanish accent, which, yes. which, which makes it even better, right? This is it. This is my Spanish. His English is much better than my Spanish, so I'm okay. glad I can bring some humor to this. Your Spanish is really good, bro. Uh, gracias, chamo. <laughs> All right. A, a lot of thank yous for this one, uh, putting it together. A, a full team effort today to bring Kristen Caceres on. For Connor Laid, I'm Matt Harmon. Our thanks to Naib, to John, to Zach. This was a really fun episode of Red Bull Weekly. We'll do it again. Don't forget, Saturday, team is in Columbus looking to continue that unbeaten streak and creep even closer to the playoff picture. Steve Jolly and I have the pregame show five o'clock for the six o'clock kickoff as always from all of us here on the Red Bull radio side and digital side of things. We thank you so much for listening to Red Bull Weekly.